Hi, this is Helena Hart, and welcome to the Master Your Magnetism podcast, where I bring on top experts to help you create the life and relationship you've always wanted. Today, I'm talking with Valerie Green. Valerie is a love and relationship coach who helps people attract, reignite, and sustain lasting love and intimacy in their relationships. So welcome, Valerie. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Helena. I always love our interviews. Yes, I'm so excited for this one. Today, we're actually going to do something a little different and answer a question that was sent in from one of my listeners. So I'll go ahead and play that question now so everyone can hear it. Hi, Helena. Thanks for having me on your podcast. I'm in a newly committed relationship. Um, We're three months in and um, there's just been some changes which have been a little bit confusing for me. Um, he was certainly moving the relationship forward through um, all the earlier stages of, of commitment. Um, and But now well, we've been in lockdown for two months of our three-month relationship um, and we're only allowed to see one person. So in terms of getting my needs met, I've really had to be quite creative, um, meeting my own needs, um, but I'm also trying to speak up in my relationship for um, those emotional needs that will help me um, feel safe and secure. I'm just wondering, um, you know, I'm feeling like I need to take some space um, from the relationship. Um, He's asked for patience from me at the moment. He's going through a little bit regarding um, a divorce from a couple of years ago um, and it's bringing up some residual emotions from that, um, which it meant a couple of weeks ago he kind of shut down and it was really confusing for me, Um, but he's opened up about that recently. So I don't know. um, It's becoming tricky to regulate some of my anxiety. Um, I've really tried to bring that energy back in. I gave about a week's space a couple of weeks ago because I could sense that's what he needed. And I'm really just trying to meet my own needs. Um, but I notice it's locked down. I've got a lot of time on my hands. I can see I'm ruminating on it a bit. And I'm just wondering, when do you leave because your needs aren't getting met? And when do you try and give the situation the benefit of the doubt Um, I was very conscious about how I called in this partner and all the qualities I was looking for in a partner. Um, And I'm I'm just not sure anymore. How do you get clarity in these situations? So Valerie, I'm so curious. What's the first thing you have to say about this question? Yeah. um, So, I mean, first of all, Uh, She said that they're in a newly committed relationship after three months, but committed doesn't necessarily mean exclusive. So my first question would be, do they have an exclusivity agreement? Has that been really set in, you know, because some people just kind of assume that you're not seeing other people. Um, And so if you've, if they haven't had that conversation, then I want to put a bookmark there because Um, if they haven't had that conversation, then it's okay to go on dates with other men to get your needs met while you're being patient with him. That doesn't mean you have to sleep with other men, but you know, I know that you are a mentee of Rory Ray and she recommends circular dating and people can check out what that is. Um, but, um, if they do have an exclusivity agreement, um, then I think it's important 
to frame it in a conversation with him where she's being vulnerable um, and saying something like, you know, after they've started talking for a while and they feel connected because I think she mentioned that they haven't spoken in a while. So the next time they speak to be, you know, build the connection again, find out how he's doing, share how you're doing. And then you want to be vulnerable. You want to say something like, um, you know, I've really been doing my best to meet my own needs. And I'm really happy to be patient and wait for you because I care about you and I want to support you. And we're building something together. And I have minimum things that I need to stay exclusive. Otherwise, I start to get too anxious or I start, you know, to get to, um, I, I can't, I can't handle it. You know, I'm not getting my needs met. I feel too lonely. Um, and so it's up to her to define what are the minimum things that she needs from him in order to stay exclusive. Does she need to see him once a week? I don't know what the rules are with the lockdown. Um, if they can each only see one person, does that mean they can't see each other, but maybe it would be like a video date once a week or a phone call every few days etc. And so for her to really get clear, like, this is what I need. This is how I feel when I get it. This is how I feel when I don't get it. This is what it provides for me. And are you willing to do that? Right? That's basically the formula. It's like, so for, for example, that would be, if I were her, I would say, you know, I really, I'm really willing to be patient. I really, like you and what we're building. Um, and it, and it's just that, you know, I'm happy to give you space for a week, but then after a week, I really tend because I'm not seeing anyone else to get too lonely, even though I'm meeting my own needs and it's not going to work for me if we're not going to speak, you know, if we're going to speak less than once a week. So what I would need in order to keep being exclusive is to talk once a week or whatever. And, how I feel when I get that is then I feel connected to you. Then I feel like we're building something. Then I feel um, like it fills me up. This is what it provides for her, right? Like what fills me up to accomplish everything I want in my life. Then I have energy. And when I don't get that, I feel lonely. I feel depressed. I feel um, it's hard for me to get things done. You know, my mind ruminates about it, whatever the impact is of her not getting it. And then ask, would he be willing to do that? And if he is, then you can work out the details, you know, how can I support you? Or what would it take to make that happen? Or how could we be a team about it? And then if he if he says no, um, then it's important for her to because I, I don't think the the question that she asked is, how do you know when it's time to stay or go? Um, I don't think it has to be so black and white, especially in the beginning of a relationship. I mean, obviously, if you're married, then you know, it is black and white, um, you know, because you've committed. And so right. you're, you're either married or you're not. But in the beginning, you can go in and out of exclusivity, depending on circumstances, as long as he doesn't have an anxious attachment style where that would trigger him too much. But, you know, she can be like, okay, I'm happy to be patient. And while I'm being patient, then I might you know, I just want to let you know, I want to be exclusive with you. I want to build something with you. And while you're taking space, I might meet other people. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to sleep with other people. It doesn't mean that I'm going to um, be romantic with other people, but I need to get my social needs met. And 
I'm happy to negotiate. What would it take for you to feel comfortable with that? You know? Wow. So great. This is why I brought you on to answer this question specifically, because I know you're a total expert and genius and you read my mind. I was going to ask you your thoughts on how to be patient in a new relationship. Specifically, I get questions all the time from women where a man has either asked them to be patient or they get the sense that they're going to have to be patient with a certain man like this one who's dealing from some issues from his divorce, which I believe was a few years ago. Do you have any more thoughts on that? Because I know I get asked about that all the time. Like why men need space when they're um, dealing with issues? Or- yeah, or how to deal with that or or mm-hmm. should she wait mm-hmm. for him? I mean, you know me, I'm not a fan of ever waiting for a yeah. man. <laughs> My yeah. philosophy is, you know, you're moving forward with your life and with or without this man. And if he's the right man for you, he's going to get it together and figure it out and basically do what he needs to do to be with you. But of course, you don't want to be with someone who's not ready yet. So yeah, mm-hmm. any thoughts on that? Uh, I would love to hear what you have to say. Exactly. And I think that you're a genius too, of course, because <laughs> I don't ever recommend waiting for a man in the beginning of a relationship either. I mean, like, like, like when you're married, then it's a different story, obviously. You know, you, um, you, you can support each other through things if you're already committed to spending your lives together. But after three months, um, it's, it's kind of an interesting point after three months because you're, you know each other well enough to have that um, idea that you're building something together and have that connection that you're building. And, you know, you, you might have created an exclusivity agreement. And so you're a thing, you know, you, you are a couple um, in, in your mind and how to stay patient within that. Cause in the beginning of the relationship before you're exclusive, the way to stay patient is to just date other people. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Um, but then when you're exclusive, so I think the real question is when you're exclusive and the guy's not meeting your needs, what do you do? Yes, um, yes exactly. <laughs> how do you be patient? Um, and how do you decide when to, when to go? And so the thing is, I always recommend having this conversation first because the right man for you you know, because if you just leave without having this conversation, then you'll never know if he is willing to step up and meet your needs. Because men can sometimes be clueless about what women need to stay exclusive. And if you just leave, then you're throwing it all, all away. So I recommend having this conversation first. And then if he says um, yes, but then he's not doing it, then how to be patient is to do self-soothing until you can readdress the issue. Um, And my basic self-soothing practice, which I do have in my book, The Commitment Roadmap, which which we can talk about at the end of this, um, my basic self-soothing practice is basically, first of all, to challenge the limiting stories in your head. You know, for example, oh, he's doing this because he doesn't care or he's never going to be more available or whatever. Challenge those with, Um, coming up with evidence to the contrary, um, you know, guessing what might be going on for him. That's not that story, et cetera. Um, Just challenging limiting beliefs. And then um, really self-soothing by feeling your feelings in your body as a sensation with compassion and taking deep breaths and allowing yourself to identify your feelings and needs in a vulnerable way, as opposed to in a attacking way where you're making him wrong because that's the space that you need to be in to talk about it and then of course get your needs met in other ways like you're already doing but um you know it's not 
we're not islands. We are meant to be around other people. We do have attachment needs. And so if he agrees to do it and he's not doing it, then you want to get curious. You want to say, Hey, you know, I, I really honor where you're at. I want to know what's going on with you. And I want to know, you know, I'm not making you wrong. Men hate to be made wrong. I'm just noticing we agreed to this thing. It didn't happen. And I'd like to know what did happen so that we can troubleshoot and make sure that that doesn't happen next time. Right. And so if he is a masculine man who is emotionally mature, he should be willing to work it out with you. And then if he still doesn't after he's agreed and he's agreed again and he still doesn't, that's the time to break up. If that makes sense. Perfect. Yeah. You read my mind again. I was just going to ask you, you know, when is the right time to walk away? And so I think what you're presenting here is just total transparency, being totally upfront, you know, don't walk away before you've had this conversation because he might not have any idea how you're actually feeling or what you need in order to remain exclusive with him. So I Mm -hmm. thought that was perfect. Yeah. Uh, There was also another little piece that I heard in this question about her almost feeling a little hesitant to just walk away and move on because she feels that she consciously attracted this relationship. And I would love Mm -hmm. to just touch on this before we closed out, because to me, it feels like perhaps a story that's, you know, keeping her stuck somewhere that might not be totally fulfilling her needs. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, gosh, I have so much to say about that. Um, in terms of the law of attraction, as you know, we attract who we're being, not necessarily what we write down on a piece of paper. Exactly. You know? uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, if you say, I want a man who is conscious and spiritual and emotionally available and empathic. And, you know, of course, if you're all those things, then you're going to attract someone like that. Um, but the, the, thing is that you know so you could have consciously attracted him you know but um but but what i want to say is sometimes we also attract um our unconscious how we're unconsciously being as well Mm. right like like the reason why i um love helping people with anxious attachment is because i have an anxious personality and i've used all my own tools and they work on me you know just to self-soothe um but, you know, I, I'm not conscious about creating anxiety. It's just part of something that I took on from my parents and I'm reprogramming it, of course. Um, but then I attract my husband who also has an anxious personality, right? Because that's who I'm being. I can't uh, help that with the law of attraction because you attract who you are. And so then we're healing together, which is a beautiful partnership. So that's the first thing I want to say is that um, it's not like, it's your fault. It's not like I'm saying that it's bad yes. to attract who you're being. It's like you attract who you're being to mirror back to you unconscious parts of you that can heal. And then if he's the right man for you, then he'll be willing to help you heal together. And that's just such a beautiful partnership. And my husband is the most supportive man in the world. Like we support each other's healing all the time. And it's so beautiful. Um, so that's the first thing I want to say. And then the second thing I want to say, because she said in the recording, um, she attracted him um, consciously that he seemed to have all the qualities that she wants. Um, and that's wonderful. Um, and people really don't show their true colors with their qualities until they're exclusive. Ah, uh, that's a great point. 
Um, and mm-hmm. it's just because we want to put our best foot forward when we meet someone, you know, I mean, you don't show up on a first date and talk about your childhood trauma, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you want to seem happy and positive and upbeat and, you know, and, and you want to put your best foot forward. And so, um, as you get to know someone, that's why I never recommend that people get married until they've been together for at least six months. Um, you know, because to be honest, I've never met anybody that's gotten married like right away and had it work out because, um, you know, even like, I'm not saying that this guy is a narcissist or anything, but, um, with narcissists in the beginning, they come on really strong and love bomb you. And it's not until you're committed, then that's when all of their abuse comes out. Right. Exactly. Um, Yeah. So important. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that's what's going on here. Um, it just might be that he's dealing with stuff from his divorce and he's going to work through it and you're going to work through it together. And that's great. Or it might be that he's got a wound that got activated from the divorce and the way that he deals with his wounds is by, you know, escaping through video games or something. And then it's going to take him a long time to get through it. And you never would have known that had this not come up and that might be a deal breaker for you. Yes. Yes. That is so true. Yeah. So we're always just molding it into place. Right. So, I mean, I could say, you know, several times, oh, I consciously attracted this person. They ended up not being what I wanted or needed. And that's okay. You have to learn to move through, you know, not make a big deal about that. Just be really easy with yourself and, and go, okay, this clarified more of what I wanted in a relationship, right? This isn't, you know, I don't have to like try and stay stuck here. If this isn't everything I want and it is not going to meet my needs and just wait around for years. Not that this is what you're doing, but I see women doing this all the time, you know? So yeah, you can just move. You're okay. I attracted this because this is where I was at right now. It clarified more of what I wanted. Now I know even more about what I want in a relationship. So you want to line up with that rather than staying stuck in the the problem or the relationship you're in right now if it's not fully meeting all of your needs especially this early on so that those were my quick thoughts on that do you agree Valerie yeah absolutely um and a lot of people do with the law of attraction say oh I attracted him and he wasn't what I wanted and and that must be my fault and they and they blame themselves and there's no blame necessary in the process it's just you know, just like the law of gravity, you're not going to blame something for falling on the floor when you drop it, you know, yes. Yes. Um, you know, we can't help but attract both who we're being consciously and unconsciously. And it's a beautiful mirror. Like if you're attracting somebody and it turns out that he's not good at dealing with his feelings and therefore he's not ready for a relationship, then okay, you attracted that to learn something, to grow in some way, you know? I love that. I, oh gosh, we could do a whole nother episode just on that. I would absolutely love to Valerie. I I know we want to keep this episode short. We have some other things to record after this. Is there anything else you want to say on this topic? And I would love to talk some more about your book, about commitment and your free gifts that you're offering. Anything you'd like to share here? Yeah, thanks. Um, I mean, I think that that's all I have to say on this particular question, but obviously we can keep talking about these topics for hours. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I do, um, I do address all of this in my book. It's called the commitment roadmap. And um, I talk about how to have these exclusivity conversations. I talk about how to pace yourself in a new relationship so that you don't rush into it too quickly I talk about how to self-soothe so that you can inspire him to want to meet your needs. And, you know, I, I basically, it's for anyone um, 
all the way from you're single and dating and you haven't met someone to you've met someone and you've been together for years and he's not committing what do we do so i have all of that information in the book and um the link to that is just um coachvaleriegreen.com forward slash commitment yeah i'll include a link to that it is just a, so much information in there's just a wealth of knowledge and i believe from what i remember it's incredibly inexpensive right oh yeah i'm only charging nine dollars and 97 cents just oh my gosh <laughs> i want to be you know that's like a typical book on amazon you know As- so. oh, even less than a typical and- book so yeah everyone go check that out i'll actually i'll put that in the first link in the description so it's really easy to find and yeah valerie this was great for everyone listening if you'd like your question answered by myself and another expert Feel free to do what this amazing woman did and just email me your question as a voice memo. You can email it to helenahartcoaching at gmail.com. That's H-E-L-E-N-A-H-A-R-T coaching.com and put podcast question in the subject line. You can record it in the voice memos app right on your phone and email it to me right from there. And Valerie, do you have some free gifts or anything else you'd like to share with the women listening? Oh, yes. I mean, I I have um, three free gifts that are all available on my website. So if you go to my homepage, it'll say um, products and then it'll say, uh, I forgot exactly what the the terminology is. Let me look at the top. Um, I just I I think that it's not called free gifts. Um, But yeah, I have specific. Oh, yes. All of them. Free ebooks, trainings. So I have um, a free ebook for single women called the magnetic dating formula. I have one for women in relationship. Um, and that's, uh, called manifest lasting love. That's basically how to share your feelings in a way that draws him closer rather than pushes him away. And then I have a free video training for couples called three steps to stop fighting and start connecting. So that is all available on my homepage. Awesome. Yeah, and I'll include links to those. Valerie and I have also recorded probably dozens of videos on my YouTube channel. If you just search Helena Hart and Valerie Green, I saw that was a common search uh, on my YouTube channel. So funny because everyone loves Valerie and she has so much wisdom to share. So I know we have some great interviews on anxious attachment style, how to self-soothe, how to heal emotional triggers and wounds, uh, how to deal with an avoidant partner, right? And Mm -hmm. uh, commitment. We have all kinds of things, how to deal with conflict and uh, how to build intimacy or reconnect the relationship. So go check out Valerie on my YouTube channel as well. And this was great, Valerie. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to doing this again with you soon. Great. Me too. If you're tired of struggling in your love life and you want a proven system to get into and maintain a relationship where you're consistently loved, valued, and cherished, go to forever1234.com. Again, that's forever1234.com.